Hey everyone, welcome to the inaugural Honest to a Double Fault podcast. I'm Lad. I'm Fernand. Thanks for joining us. Uh, like Lad said on our first show, uh, Lad and I were thinking we'll do a 2020 review, then some predictions of 2021, and maybe talk about the Olympics. Yeah, that sounds great. Excellent. I mean, one of my disappointments was that there was no Hopman Cup. It's fun. You get like, you know, Serena yeah, yeah, yeah. playing against Did, Roger did they just not Cup. do it this year because of... They got rid of it last year. They just got rid of it. Right. But then they said there is some iter- they may come back in some iteration, but yeah. the year started out with the ATP Cup rather than the Hotman Cup. I mean, I had no fucking clue what the ATP Cup was. It was like, you already have the Davis Cup. Why are they coming up with the ATP Cup to go up against it? Because they needed to hire some calculus guys because they needed jobs. Because that's how you calculate the points for that shit. <laughs> oh, exactly, man. The fucking point system was ridiculous. Like, oh, I'm sorry. If you're number one, you get more points. If you're number two and you beat number one, but, well, you weren't number one, so you get less points because you're the oh, – God. I get it. They want the top players to get involved, yeah. you know, and clearly they did, right? And, and it, it was almost like a Grand Slam atmosphere. It, it's basically – they did the Davis Cup with actual top player involvement. I mean, um, I think essentially the ATP saw that the Labor Cup was so – popular the format with how the players were rooting each other on and that camaraderie and they were like well how do we replicate or do something like that because the whole thing about team competition became so popular last year right you know no but it kind of made the davis cup move yeah no it screwed up the schedule all like so much it was like davis cup is so like irrelevant now and now they're they're going to copy the atp format where they're going to do the whole atp like uh the davis cup in one week right yeah, yeah, it's like one uh, one week shebang. I think that's what made the Davis Cup fun was that, you know, you had these epic matches between, you know, like it was Delpo against Nadal. Oh, my God. Yeah, there, there were some, some of these. I remember, like, my favorite player all time on, on the Davis Cup matches, Leonardo Meyer. That guy <laughs> will pull out five-set matches out of his ass every time. I have no idea. How, come, come representing Argentina, you freaking – he does it, you know, he just, and, and just watching like, the, you know, that, that, ole, ole, you know, like that, that, oh, that, that atmosphere is just yeah, crazy. That soccer atmosphere that the Argentines have and, and Leo just like lives on that. You know, he feeds oh, awesome. on like, Each of the countries would have bands and everything and they'd play <laughs> music and all that stuff. It was great. I mean, it was oh, such yeah. a great atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, Leo Mayer, remember I said that you're like his twin? Yeah. So I remember you, I showed a picture of him and you, you look like Leo Bear. No way. No, yeah. I don't have any hair. <laughs> Put a hat on. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we sat like five feet from him on that, that one time where we were like rooting for him. We were on TV and everything. Oh, yeah. I look no, nothing awesome. like him. Nothing. <laughs> crazy. I don't know how much you were drinking when you made that analysis, but. Uh, yeah that could have played into it (laughs) yeah yeah but that that was the thing like the beginning of the year when they go through uh, the australian swing or the australian winter summer uh the hotman cup was always cool man because i you know you never saw a competition where it was like mixed and that was competitive and it was it was kind of nice to see like you know when serena and roger played in mixed doubles against each other that was pretty epic and then you had it was funny because you had him and Belinda Bencich. And back then, Belinda wasn't really that big of a... I mean, she wasn't as good as she is now, you know. But she and Roger pretty much 
took out the field. She was really good building. I remember her like five years ago when she came on and like didn't she get injured or something or yeah, I, I think she did. I think she did because um, she kind of she kind of fell off the scene. Yeah, and and then when she came back, she grew on, she grew on me. Like I actually like yeah. her a lot now. And yeah, I, I was sad that the women's tour ended so early. You know, when the men's tour kept going, good point. You know, why did the women not know? Like, did the women not need money? Uh, yeah, I found it kind of odd though that there's no WTA finals. Yeah, like, and that's what I'm saying. I'm like, they they had it for the men. Oh, because they they had it in Shenzhen, right? The the women. So yeah, well, China. But I mean, they could have found this alternate location. Maybe not sponsors. Who knows? But well, that's what I thought. I, I was like, you know what? Okay, so maybe they can't have it in China. But why couldn't they have it somewhere else? They could have held it somewhere, had a bubble, and, and mm-hmm. had all the top eight, yeah. ten players there. Yeah. Instead, we're stuck watching, you know, tennis channel reruns of nineteen seventy five matches that no one cares about. You know, <laughs> damn it. Uh, and and then Bianca Andreescu, I really was hoping to see her after last year. Oh, yeah. and I, I'm hoping she does not become a Del Potro. I I hope she doesn't mm. like with injuries. You know, like I really liked her. I'm like, I saw her. I'm like, ooh, she's good. You know, she she's she's gonna put put Canada on the map. But yeah, I mean, to have that many injuries so early on in her career mm-hmm. um, doesn't bode well unless hopefully she gets through them all early. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, yeah I, mean, I mean she's still young she'll, she'll heal fast you know so and some people might disagree with me on this but um, so I know Joker had a good year but I'm disappointed in the way he ended it and not from a like losing to theme or getting trashed by Nadal that, that, that's fine but I think his mental is going down I, I think he like mm-hmm. uh, uh, like uh, I think he's this close to getting Pepe the guru again. And I, I, I die if that happens again. Um, but, but like, it, it just seemed like, uh, again, he just wasn't into some matches. And, and again, maybe he just wanted to clinch the wor- world number one for year end. And that's it. You know, like he just said, that's all I care about right now. You know, but I mean, he, it's kind of like, was it 2018 when he was coming back from surgery? Uh yeah 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 that's the, the year that he won nothing yeah 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 oh no you're right but he looked like a shell of himself and then and then 2019 he was oh my god he's back on he's mental focused 20 like you said 2020 he like he started in, insane he was beating ev- destroying everyone you know yeah. like big you know the top fives like left and right and then you know yeah he got covid maybe that impacted him the whole players unions thing he's doing oh my god i have no idea what's going on with that i try not to keep track of it i hope he stops but the ptpa um, yeah he said that he can't be part of the uh, the atp council the atp council because that conflicts with that i'm like dude what are you just concentrating on tennis you're good at tennis you know <laughs> Get into all this, and and I appreciate what he's doing for the you know for all the players and everything you know, for the male players because he's not doing anything for the women apparently. But just play for five more years and do it after that. Just concentrate on all this stuff after once you achieve your greatness, and then you can do it. You know, but do you think it has something to do with the fact that he's just not a fan favorite, or that he's always seen as the the villain? Oh, of course, of course. So he's trying to be like, oh look, I'm like a, my peers. All right, speaking of fan favorites, who won the fan favorite for the men after yeah, playing six to, matches? I, I wanted to bring that one up too. Ridiculous. Six matches. Yeah. I I I I yeah, I had a good laugh when I when I heard that. I'm like, are you kidding me? 
Seriously? He shows up for one tournament, loses. <laughs> you don't see him for the rest of the year, and he, he's a fan favorite. I'm like, that. that's... Yes, that's exactly why Djokovic is how he is. He's like, I went undefeated for like the longest, for half the year, no one could touch me, and I get no love. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think that goes to say that it isn't just... Unfortunately, it isn't just wins. And no, no, of course. And then that's right. It's a fan favorite. You, you care? Do you think he cares if he retires and doesn't? Oh, man, I never won fan favorite, but I got 30 grand slams. No, no one's going to care, right? Like like you cement yourself on, on the other. But maybe to him, that plays a lot. You know, who knows? You know, oh, absolutely. I mean, you can see that when he's – remember when he was playing uh, Roger at the Wimbledon finals? Oh, yeah. Oh, the, oh, the chip yeah. that he had on his shoulder and, you know, the way he, like, essentially vilified the fans afterwards. He's like, you know, like... Everyone was rooting against me, but I was just thinking of them rooting for me. I used <laughs> your negative energy. You're like, oh, my God. But it, I was so glad he won that tournament. Like, like that, that that match was just... It was really good, and uh, I'm yeah. really happy he won it. Obviously, you know, I'm the biggest, like, fan of his tennis player side, not everything else side. I mean, they were saying probably six months, probably to even now, Federer still is not over that match. <laughs> you know. How many match points did he have? I forget. Two match points. Two match points, right? Yeah. So, and, and yeah, he was up on his serve, points. too. No, it was on his serve. Yeah, it was 40-15. Yeah. 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 I, that's, hey, I, I lost matches worse than I had seven match points blown in a match. <laughs> <laughs> when I was uh, starting up or starting up, not like like I'm a pro now or anything. No, but yeah, sometimes, you know, it's the big moments, right? So, yeah. But I mean, you think about it, right? If, if Wimbledon happened this year, Djokovic likely would have won that. If he didn't disqualify himself. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, he he legitimately of, of all the players, I think, is the one that can can win the the calendar Grand Slam year he in. Could, he could, yeah. I, I think. Um, I mean, Nadal has a. I don't know what he, what his deal with Australia is. That's too yeah. hot for him. Clearly, it's not the cold because he did great at the French. Yeah. You know, uh, it's it's not that. Oh, it's cold. The balls balls on bounce. He doesn't care about any of that. Nadal's clay. He's gonna. You know, he's awesome. So. Yeah. That's a good point, though, about about the the Aussie Open. I mean, you would think that Rafa would have more than one. Yeah, no, I, I think he, he, that's that's everybody to him. That's like everybody else is, is Roland Garros, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But the thing is, I, I'll be honest though. I mean, when he first came out, I mean, obviously we knew he was great on clay, mm-hmm. but it was kind of questionable whether he could even play on hard courts. Remember, you know whether he could win on the hard courts because of his knees and everything and the strain that would put on him, you know, and he's actually done really well at the, at the U S open at the U S open. Yeah. You know, again, maybe, maybe it is the heat. Cause I mean, you see him sweat buckets yeah. like on the first point of a match. So I can't imagine him how much he'd be like dehydrating as the Aussie. So, I mean, there are certain tournaments that he just, I mean, look at the Paris masters, let's indoors. And he's not really an, I don't get it. Why they always say like, oh, he's not an indoor player, you know? Cause... Well, it's not that he's not. I think indoors benefits all his opponents better, right? Okay. Because he has so much top spin. If there's wind, he doesn't care. Right. His opponents do. And whereas indoors, all of a sudden, you know, everybody else, no one has a top spin he does. Maybe maybe one or two players, who knows? But, you know, like he has so much top spin. 
you know, you can give him a hurricane, he'll get the ball in, you know? <laughs> uh, and, and that's why Joker, who hits a much flatter ball, is in theory much better indoors, right? Hey, yeah. And speaking of like indoors then, the, the ATP uh, finals, do you think that was a changing of the guard? Um, I mean, it's not like they got destroyed, you know, like both went to three sets, both could have gone either way. Right. You know, how much did all this COVID stuff play into all this stuff? You know, um, you know, normally they do have the fans on their side right. uh, that could play a little. I don't, I don't know so much yet. I mean, it's it's getting there. It's a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. And that could also be because Fed didn't play at all, right? But yeah, no, I mean, the last three ATP Cups, what, Dimitrov, Zverev, uh, Theum, Tsitsipas, right? Like, that's four. It's four in a row that, you're like, what? How did these guys get these? So, I mean, I, I guess that leads into 2021 then in terms of, at least just in terms of the majors, do you see any uh, surprises? So I think, so on the men's side, I think Joker's taking the Australian. Uh, Nadal's going to take the French. Wimbledon? Uh, I don't think it's going to be Federer. In fact, I don't think Federer or for that matter, Serena are going to win anything next year. You think both of them are? Neither of them is going to win anything, any of consequence, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like I know Serena in 2019 started by winning a, a tournament filled with uh, players ranked outside the top 100 or something. Who who, who cares? She, she she won a nothing tournament like against the good players. She just can't compete anymore. And Federer, too many injuries now. I think so. Mm-hmm. I, I'm counting them both out of like from a title hall. I don't think either one is going to take anything huh that's yeah. interesting. It's, I, big, I, it's big that's my big bold prediction those those two <laughs> those two I, in I, fact Feder Feder might have been sticking around for the olympics yeah that's what they're saying uh and then the, not not i mean he still wants to play but with his now injuries now it's like if he, i don't think he's one to try to compete if he's not a, like he knows he can win you know obviously that's how you know serena also thinks she can win uh, I don't think she can, but uh, she's going to try. She's just, she's just. I just need one more. I just need to get lucky one more time. But that's a lot of luck she needs against yeah, she uh, today's actually, players. I mean, they they keep saying, tw- you know, trying to get to twenty four, right? But she really needs two more because well, to pass, <laughs> right, right. I mean, you, you don't want to be tied with Margaret Court. Who the fuck wants to be tied with Margaret Court? <laughs> <laughs> no, why does she even care? She has four gold medals, right? Does she? Uh, I mean, between doubles. Yeah, doubles okay. and, yeah, right. All right, so, yeah, that, that's my bad. Okay, hold on. Let me... Oh, I mean, even still, I mean, Federer has a gold in doubles. With Stan, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, she, but, yeah, she's done everything. She just wants to beat her, and, you know, it's fair enough that, you know, it's it's, it's what she wants to end her career with, right? Sure. I, I can't remember can. how many finals she lost when she was on the hill at 23. She, she almost... Got to all of them and lots of like she lost to Kerber, to Simona, to um, uh, Osaka, to Andreescu. Andreescu. She, she like just lost to like everyone. She just found ways to lose to everyone, you know. And and I think it's if you look and a lot of times you look at the draw, she hasn't had to play tough draws. I don't know why. It's like like people are like oh my god she beat and I'll I'll make up a name like oh she beat Coco Goff who who beat a top 15 player. I'm like, that's nothing right now. I mean, 
she'll be good. Right now, she has no no credentials to her name. You know, like or like start a play. Oh, she be a resurgent Belinda Benchage. I'm making up. You know, like, and I, I'm like, right. well, there aren't names. You know, that are making noise now. Like, if you tell me she beat Barty, she beats Osaka, she beats yeah. Simona, she beats any of the top top. You know, then, yeah. but she doesn't run into them whether it's the luck of the draw, whatever it is. But, you know, but, but when she does face one of them, like, she, she struggles. Yeah. This is just how it is. It, it not, not only struggles, it doesn't even go three sets. The, I mean, I they're, they're so, pretty lopsided matches. Yeah. I mean, yeah, particularly yeah. That, that final against Hallett. Oh, my God. Six, two, six, one, was it? Or something? Uh, Simona, Simona just crushed her. A Wimby, right? The Wimby one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was incredible. Yeah, I was like, holy crap, I didn't know someone I could play this well. I think Serena has one more in her. The, the, Which one do you think? I think Wimbledon, she still has the best chance at. Not, not the U.S. Open? U.S. Open, I mean, on hard courts, I feel like there are a lot of other players now that can, they're just not, intim- they're not scared of her. She doesn't right, have, right, right. and I think that's the big factor is the intimidation factor. Yeah, I'm with you. If she has the chance, it's more on the grass, mainly because all the other players are inexperienced in grass because there's not that many tournaments. Right, right. She has no chance in clay. I'm sorry, she just doesn't have the stamina to outlast clay quarters. You know, like she's not going to work on clay. Her her stuff is just not as good in clay, right? Uh, But to your point, the, the hard courts are just too common too many good players and again you know i can name so many power players now that can match her you know maybe yeah. they don't have the clutch serving like precision that she does you know yeah. uh but you know they're not afraid of the power so because uh, Osaka- they have to face everybody else who now has that power right you, you know, know what? osaka is getting to that point now though when when you watch her game i mean she's getting to the point where i, I think she's gonna take the mantle from from, you know, the dominance that Serena had, that type mm. of dominance. I don't know. I mean, you know. So so that's what I thought she was going to do initially after she won the first one. Yeah. Um, but then she like kind of like, oh, I'm sorry. I won two Grand Slams. It must be my coach's fault that I did that. I'm going to fire him. You know, and then <laughs> and then she like fell out of the Like, I'm like, what? And I don't know if after that, too much pressure. I know she had mentioned that it was too much pressure. She didn't feel... Uh, she wasn't having fun out there. Yeah, whatever. That's it, it's yeah. it's you know fine. Uh, you actually have to work out and do stuff like the coach said, and that's too much. But but now she she seems to like be over that. So um, yeah, I, I think she she she's good in all surfaces. Like she has the all court yeah uh, thing. She has the mobility. Surprisingly, in in clay, I didn't I didn't think she did. Well, to your discussion, remember the discussion we were having earlier. Pliskova, she doesn't have that mobility, right? Pliskova yeah. is tall and doesn't have it. Osaka is tall and has that mobility, you know, and power. She has a, and you power. know, so yeah. that, that's why I don't, I don't see Karolina Pliskova at all. Too bad, but yeah. Speaking of coaches, though, since you mentioned uh, Naomi's uh, coach, Sasha Bain, that guy has gone through a revolving door of coaching uh, stints. So yeah. he went from Naomi to Kiki Mladenovic, right? Did he do? Yes, yes, I think, I think so. And from Kiki, he went to um, Diana Yastremska. And, and he used to be Serena's hitting partner, right? Yeah. So like... Yastremska dropped him like a bad habit. <laughs> and I can't, I can't remember who he's with now, but, you know, clearly there's... I mean, clearly Osaka picked up on something because 
initially I thought it was like, oh, okay, you know, she won two grand slams. Let's let's unload the coach. That guy can't seem to keep a gig. Uh, oh, interesting. I, I didn't pay much attention to that, but I think you're right. Um. Yeah. And then you think about players without coaches. I mean, Kyrgios still doesn't have a coach, does he? I have no idea what's going on with him. All I know is he's playing the Australian, right? That's it. That's I, I just want to see. He's so much fun. To, like, I used to hate him so much when he first started. You know, but he had so much needed personality. He, he's fun. He's, he's actually very, very, like, mature about things and, and, and responsible. You know, whereas, like, you know, he was very, I'm sorry I got everyone sick with COVID. And then he goes partying the next day. with. I'm like, what, what are you doing? You know, like. He, I don't buy a, a word that, or what Zverev says, but Nick, I, I, I definitely think he like he means what he says. I really like him. I really like him. I mean, yeah. he's been very active during the whole pandemic, yeah. calling out calling out players for their BS. And, and, <laughs> it's like, oh, you guys are being all selfish. I mean, hey, look, they don't make the millions that you do, you know, whatever. So a lot of players have to play to have a job, you know. He and, and you know he has to understand that, right? Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, a lot of the top players could have boycotted. But why? Why give up the chance for Grand Slams? You know, like that's history. Yeah. You know, like you think anyone's going to care that Theum beat who at, at the U.S. Open? Nope, he won. <laughs> that's all anyone cares. No one's going to say. But you didn't face any of the big. It doesn't matter. You know, he he won. That's all that matters. I don't think Theum will care about that. Although I do wonder how he'll do to to going back to to the tournament. I don't think he's going to win that one this year. The US Open. 2021. I don't think he's going to come back and repeat. That, that's for sure. Because um, you're going to have a full, full force. I mean, granted, the, the men's side of the draw had almost everyone. Yeah, right? I was going to say, the men's draw was pretty full. Yeah, I think uh, Federer, Monfils, and Barinka, maybe, or somebody else. Like, one other, like, but it was stacked. You know, not yeah. like the women's side where, like, how oh, did no, Serena... Oh, no Nadal. Oh, no Nadal. You're right. No, no wait, defending well, <laughs> oh, That was the French that I was thinking. I mean, any sort of breakout stars that you see for 2021? I, I do like Sinner. Oh, yeah. Yannick Sinner's great. I think Sinner is, you know, amazing. He, he's, he's, you know, like you, you see, oh, oh look, uh, FAA, or you see, you know, like uh, some young American. I think Sinner's good. I, I think you see him on the court. He's good. Uh, yeah. So, so that, that's my dark horse for 2021, actually, on the man's side. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what do you have? I mean, this guy won't be a dark horse because he he played his ass off in 2020. Yeah, I mean, I, I think for 2020, in terms of my, I don't want to say it's my biggest surprise, but what I was happiest about was seeing Andre Rublev Ruben. really pull it together. I think he won. He won just as many as Djokovic. He he yeah. tied Djokovic for the the most tournaments. I think it was five. But he had he had won like five uh, ATP 500s back to back. I personally like Diego. He, yeah. Hey, when you're five seven, cheating. That's that's his online profile yeah. number. You know, yeah. he's he's probably five 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 six because I've seen him at the net and he his head barely goes over the net. You know, like <laughs> and doubles. You know, oh my god, what he can do. And, and again, countryman Argentina. Maybe I have a little bias, but he played his ass of last year. He broke. What did he make it? Uh, ninth. Oh, no, eighth or no ninth, ninth in the world, I think. He, yeah, definitely top ten, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he he qualified for the. Yeah, that was with Roger out, so he was ninth. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So so he was my surprise for the for last year, and and I was so yeah, happy because well, I I really like him. 
he made the finals of Rome. Yeah. And the semis of the French Open. The semis of the French was insane. I mean, he, he took dominant. out Theum. Yeah. Like the one you're like, oh, is it going to be Theum? He's like, wait, 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 wait. And he even took a set off of Nadal, right? Yeah, he did. I think. I right? Think did. And it's something that Joker couldn't even come close to doing, you know? Uh, wait, he yeah. beat Nadal at Rome. And he beat Nadal in Rome and then <laughs> lost to Joker, right? Like, right. he, that's why I was like, I'm like, my God, he's playing out of his mind, which is great because he needs to. Very aggressive player, you know, for his stature, amazing. I mean, it gives guys like us, I mean, granted, I'm taller than him, but, you know, like he gives normal people who aren't 6'3, you know, or 6'5, six, 6'6 six, six now, you know, with Zverev and Chilich and all, you know, everyone else, you know, Medvedev, right? They're all like 6'6, six, six, I think. Yeah. You know, like, Absolutely. we're like, hey, wait a second. We can actually like play, you know, we just need to be good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, exactly. You know? I mean, Diego and Riley Opelka playing doubles together would be great. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the match where they played against each other. That was in Miami. <laughs> where That's... he was complaining about the lights yes. because Opelka was too too tall, so he would see the sun in his eyes. He's like, it's not my fault. He's too tall. He has to play. And so they, oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was great. No, Diego's great. Um, you know what the perennial question or debate that people are having is the whole greatest of all time, and what what constitutes that? Like well, how, that, how would, that that is solely accolades. It has to be. Mine is the fan favorite votes. Right, but let's just say, is it just number of Grand Slam tournaments majors? What's everything, right? So, and then that's why it's it's so one not one sided. Like you know, Nadal and Federer are both twenty right now, right? Mm-hmm. But Federer, what does Federer have over Nadal? Well, he has the years at number one, you know, weeks, yeah. all the weeks at number one, all the stuff. What does Nadal have over him? The head to head, you know, which I think <laughs> had a lot more. He has a gold medal, something Federer doesn't have. Right, right. You know, but they'll say Nadal, oh, he only wins the French. Well, has Federer ever, ever won the French when Nadal was there to, on his way? No, right? So otherwise he wouldn't have the French either, right? He only has one French, you know, so who cares how many, you, this is where you're winning them. You know, if you're saying, oh, it's so easy to just win them all at one place. How come no one's winning Wimbledon all the time or the Aussie or whatever, right? So, right. although Joker's getting close on that Aussie stuff, you know? So that's why that's so tough. Then you have Djokovic, who's what three Grand Slams now behind them. Yeah, he's seventeen because he failed to capitalize. But yeah. you know, um, <laughs> but he has a better head-to-head against both of them. He has the most Masters. He has the most Masters, which he's is won Federer every has. Masters. What? He's won every Masters twice. Has he? Yeah. Really? Yes. <laughs> that, that's why it's like holy crap! No one's done it once. He's done it twice. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, and, and now he has in about two months, he's going to pass Federer for most weeks all time at number one. Yeah. You know, so he's going to have that over. He has the weeks at number one. He has the ATP finals, which Nadal has none of. You know, what's also difficult is that they're not, I mean, though they are overlapping, I don't think that they're all at their primes at the same time. Well, I mean, Djokovic and Nadal are one year apart or two, whatever it is, right? 33, 35, whatever it is, you know, and, and then Federer is just three more. You know, they they hit each other during their prime. I mean, unless your prime is only one year, you hit each other. You were playing each other in your primes. Yeah. I mean, I mean like 2005-ish, 
That's when Federer was completely invincible. Like no one could beat him. Because there was, was no good players back then. And then Nadal <laughs> and Djokovic came. It was just like, hey, no, I'm just kidding. I, I had no no hate against Agassi and, and Pete and all those. They definitely were good people. But, you, you know, if you're saying, and that's why two really good players came around and all of a sudden he struggled. He's still around 15 years later. Yeah. Right? He's still I mean, playing. So when was last, he won the Aussie in 2017? Yeah, 2017 and 2018. It's not like he, he's, he's not, he still has good game in him well i don't know now with all the injuries lately you know the back and the knees and whatever but it's not like you know 2011 was his oh he was out the window in 2011 fetter right no but joker just came and just destroyed everyone you know yeah uh and nadal in 2010 i think it was or 20 you know like was it 2011 where Djokovic was literally like unbeatable he was like 60 something and three or something, something ridiculous. Yeah. He was, he won three grand slams, everything but the French, you know, like he, he was great. And then 2019 last year, he pretty much ran the. Yeah. 2019 had, was good. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He came as close to the French, uh, to the French, right. Yeah. Where everybody thought, oh, he's washed up. And then he wins. Boom. Once Australian comes, not even, you know, not, not so much the French and then, yeah, and yeah. then Federer, right. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, again, is he in his prime now? I'm like, was 2011 his prime? I still think Joker is. I mean, not that he's so much in his prime, but now he's getting older, and that's it's happening. What's happening with Feder, right? Where all of a sudden you have, uh, you know, uh, younger guys coming up, and they're gonna be, you know, I I doubt that these guys will come and win 20, and then they'll have the discussion where these guys better than, you know, I I doubt that, you know. Yeah, uh, but these guys are like ten years younger, fifteen years younger. You know, the yeah. the, the the age difference is so much more now. You know, how old's Team? Twenty four? No, no, Team's like twenty eight. Twenty eight. Oh, he's been. Oh no, it says very. I was thinking. He's, yeah, he's too young. Like, you know, Medvedev, yeah, you know, they're young. young. You know, so they're much younger. It's not like when when Joker and Nadal came in and Federer was like, oh, he's ancient. You know, no, he they came in at, when he was like young. Yeah. He was if you think about it, he was <laughs> if if his peak was 2015, yeah. I mean uh, uh 2005, right? You said for Federer, that was he what he was 20 yeah, 24, 23? Yeah, mid 20s. Mid to early, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I'm uh, you're saying at his 30, he's not a peak anymore. No, he's still at his peak. It's just you have really good guys now and Joker and Nadal. That's all. You know, otherwise, you know, like Joker's peaking right now, you know. Nadal, I don't know when he'll peak. Or what's he, he's just that one tournament. <laughs> well, it was interesting because Nadal's career is, has lasted a lot longer than I expected it to. Oh yeah, the way the way he yeah he grinds a lot. I mean, he's uh, had so many different injuries. It's just like one after the other. I was thinking he was going to have something like uh, Ferrer almost right, where mm-hmm. Ferrer kind of like just grinded himself out, you know, grinded yeah. himself into retirement, but. He has a little more power, a little more height, a little more weapons, so he can last a little more, you know? How many, okay, of, for each of the, the three, the big three, how many Grand Slams, how many majors do you think they'll end up with when all is said and done for each of them? Do you think Federer will get any more? No. You think he'll he'll be stuck at 20? Yeah, if my prediction for this year is that he gets nothing, he's getting nothing the year after. Yeah. Mm. Like I, I, I don't think he's he's got more juice. I mean, he's 
he'll play. He says he still enjoys the game or whatever, but he just doesn't have, you know, these young guys just, just, just can, you know, yeah. no. So I, I think he's done. Nadal, I say he lasts two, three more years. And two, three more years means two, three more Frenches. Yeah. Uh, and Djokovic, I, again, that mental state, I just, it's a mental state and, and I don't know what's going on with his elbow issues on and off, you know, but um, uh, do I dare say he'll pass Nadal? I don't think he will. I don't think don't he think will. That. No, only because I think Nadal will keep. So I think Federer will land 20. Say Nadal will end with 22. And Joker, he'll pass Federer. But then by then, I, th- I think it'll be too late. I think he'll be too too. Do you think he can win five more? I I I wish I wish I, I just don't I don't I don't like I I see and 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 that's the thing it's it's all in his mental state I don't think it's a, a you know like he just I hope he proves me wrong I I do hope he proves me wrong but I I don't like if this year he were to win two or three holy crap right I think I think he has one for sure this year. Two maybe, then and a random person's gonna win the third one, the the the, uh, the fourth Grand Slam. I think Nadal's only gonna get the French. Yeah. But I don't Wimbledon. Know which... <clears throat> what? Wimbledon. You think uh, Djokovic has that? Yeah. He's probably the odds-on favorite. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I would say so. I mean, it's, it's so early to be odds-on favorite for anything right now. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, is it even going to happen? Eh, probably. Wimbledon doesn't have insurance anymore. They'll play. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Um, but I definitely think, uh, I don't know. I think the US Open, uh, maybe Medvedev will make a break. Who knows? I mean, that, that one's going to be the toss-up for me, the US Open. Do you think Pass can uh, break through? This year? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, uh, at the end of uh, 2019, when he he won the ATP Cup, uh, ATP Finals, rather, you, you thought he was like, oh, right, look, look where he's coming, right? Right, right. Um, but all of a sudden, in 2019 came and again, I mean, 2020 with COVID thing, you can't judge anyone that year, right? You can't judge anyone but what happened this year. It's yeah. just, you know, not not fair to anyone because you don't know the circumstances, you don't know the training, the, the your routines out. I'm surprised Nadal played as well as he did because he's a very routine. You know, he probably has the same lunch, breakfast, dinner with the same people every day, and not having that in the ball. I have no idea how he survived, but he did. But I, I, I yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know how much of a, you know, normalcy guy. You know, like stuff has to be normal for him. But I, I do like him. I do think he has like skills. You know, so. He could be good. Theum, oh my God, Theum's almost number two in the world. That's crazy. Is he? Yeah, he's pretty. He's that close. He's that close. It, like <clears throat> he could be number two after the Australian. No, no one's going to be number one other than Joker, just because of the point differential. And you know, um, I think they're keeping points from last year too, right? They're still doing a rolling thing because of COVID. Yeah, I think they might be. It was like a two-year average or something, right? I, I think it's it's twenty month. I, I don't know, but I, I think there's not an average. You just take the higher or the lower or whatever. But 
but anyway, yeah, I, th- I think for two years, yeah. But yeah, I, I think uh, Theme could become number two. That that would be to your point earlier. Is it the changing of the guard yet? See if somebody else takes the number two spot. Yeah, that, that's what it would take. Because um, Federer is probably not likely going to get back into. I mean, he's five now, but five. again, he's going to miss the Aussies. Now he's going to lose points, and so Federer is going to drop. Um, which will. You know what it's going to make? It's going to make really interesting first round matches on like maybe the, well, probably not the French because he won't play the French, but you know, like, because you'll have a low ranked Federer oh, yeah. lurking around. That that will be fine. No one's going to be, everyone's going to be dreading like, oh, hey, I'm the 10th seat. What the hell? I drew Federer. What? <laughs> like in 2017, that's he was the 16th or 17th seed at the Aussie Open. Yeah, yeah, because he was coming back from the back injury, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. His, his ranking was very low. Um, how about Sasha? Remember... Oh, go ahead, Sasha. Do you think Sasha has a? Do you, Do you think he'll win any Grand Slams in his career? I think so. I think uh, one's a big three, whatever you want to call them, go away. It's up for grabs in a lot of these tournaments. You know, I I definitely think he'll he'll luck out. Yeah, I think so. I think he has it in him. You know what I think it is also he's been around for so long and he was so good so young yeah that i think in my mind sometimes i forget about him because he's 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 won i mean he's won a bunch of masters yeah and that's right and the atp cup uh final no not the atp cup damn it sorry tennis world you really like (laughs) that atp cup (laughs) hey it was very entertaining except for the math um, but no, I, I think he, he'll do it, you know, because, um, yeah, I, I think once, once the dominating guys leave, retire, whatever, it's everything going to be free. It's going to be the women's tour every year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, we're like, you're like, who is Iga Swiatek? What? Yeah, exactly. You know, how do you how do you even pronounce her last name? I, I don't know, but she is my dark horse for next year, even though is she a dark horse after winning a grand? She's no Man? longer a dark horse. Yeah. She's ranked like, what is it? Uh, 17th. 19. So, what's a dark horse candidate? I think it's outside of the top 10. But, I th- but if you've already won a grand slam, it's hard. Yeah. to. Well, it's kind of like saying Monica Puig is, it's not a dark horse because she won the gold medal. No, she's a dark horse. She's, she's not even a horse. She's not in any race. She's not, she's, she'll never be a contender. <laughs> I have no idea how she did, but that's what I'm saying. It's just you winning one, you got lucky. You, you think Panetta? So a lot of these one timers are just lucky. I, I don't think. Oh, so I think they pronounce her name Swantech. Swantech? Yeah, there's like an somehow an N comes out of that pronunciation. All right. I hear. All right. Uh, apologies for mispronouncing your name, Amiga. All right. Swantech. All right. But she that. has, I mean, they made a big deal out of it. She has, uh, what's it called? What kind of coach is it? It's a sports psychologist. Okay. She travels with like a sports psychologist, so it helps her sort of manage her emotions. The and... fact that you won at nineteen, yeah. Nineteen. Oh, so I was when I was reading up on on her win, she didn't lose one set the entire tournament, and of the fourteen sets that she won, only two of them even made it to six four. The majority of her sets were like two and one. You you know who I'm very positive for? No. Podoroska. Another Argentinian. Yes. <laughs> you know what? That was funny she... because that that was the name that I was going to pull out when you're like, oh, I'm just going to pull out some random name. Wait, Podor- is that the, the mother? 
Nadia Pudorowska? No, 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 no. She, she's the, 20, I think, the 23-year-old Argentinian girl. She, she's not a mother, I don't think. Oh, I, I know who you're talking about now. Yeah, okay. yeah, no, the Argentinian girl that, that you know, made it to, what, the semis, was it? Or the, yeah, the semis, and she lost to uh, Swantec. Yeah, she's, like, super loud. Oh, well, you know, I, I don't know about that. But she started, she started the year, like, 250, let's see, my notes, 258. And ended 47. That's okay. Because she was winning a lot of ITF tournaments. Okay. She was doing good at that level. Yeah. And then and then she went through qualies at the French. And no, I'm like, so she did a long, long week there. Imagine if she didn't have to go through qualies, you know, you're three matches fresher. Yeah, fresher. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that, that that's a lot, right? Because especially in qualies, you don't get the two day rest in between. So, yeah. And you know what the interesting thing is that the French Open is kind of, an anomaly because you'll get players that make these sort of breakout performances at the French and you're like, wow, these, these players are incredible. Then you never hear about them again. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I'm afraid might happen with uh, Podoroska. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So when you uh, mentioned Podoroska, I was thinking of Peronkova. Peronkova? Oh, that's the mother that came back. That's, yes. Yeah. Peronkova. I don't know. I mean, I think Swantec, I mean, she almost won the doubles too. She was in the finals, right? I I, I, I still don't semis. know how Simona lost that. I just still don't know how she lost that tournament. I'm still because mm. she got destroyed. She was destroying everyone, and then she got destroyed. Yeah, and I was you know talking about that surprise right there. Like I, Simona, I mean, she still Simona still did good. She won like I think the Italian, you know, uh, yeah, Rome. The Rome, right? Uh, she won a, she did good. Uh, I mean, she's number two in the world. You know, she kept a lot of points in it. So for not playing, like she didn't play the U.S. Open, right? She didn't. She's, yeah. you know, she did good. So uh, that's you know, two years just, in. That's two years in a row, though, at the French Open, where she got kind of crushed, right? Because wasn't it um, the American? Kenan? No, Amanda Anisimova. Anisimova. Beat Hallow oh, 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 I was the year to before. Okay. And I think she like I thought it was a lopsided match. Six two, six four. Not too lopsided, but you know But Simona was the third seed. That was yeah. a quarterfinal match. And that's why, because you're expecting her to be better. Yeah, yeah. I mean there, there's a good crop of young uh American women, female players right now that could really, you know, take yeah. it. You know, actually, who was a big surprise was actually Jen Brady. That, I, that's just what I was thinking. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, she she really turned it on. I mean, she, I think she she did a lot of training in Germany. I think her coach is uh, from Germany, um, but she's she came a long way. I mean, to the point where she now she, now she's considered a favorite. In some play, yeah, yeah, no, I I, def, I definitely think she was she was really. I thought she was going to make it a lot further than a lot of those tournaments too. Yeah, she, she she did good. No, I, I definitely like her. She she has just a lot of potential. Like yeah. she almost she's almost like hopefully it doesn't happen like Madison Keys. Where like you're like oh my god, look at how good. good and point. then what happened to Keys? Yeah, what happened to Sloan after winning? Like it's another one hit wonder where you're like she could be a dark horse, right? Again, another Grand Slam winner who you're like who cares that she won a Grand Slam? She's still you know. He had a, you know what, Sloan, Sloan though had a decent run because she won Miami. She made it to the finals of the French Open, I think the following year after she won the U.S. Open. 
because uh, remember she played Simone. That was where Simona won her yep. first uh, Grand Slam, and yeah, yeah. and Sloane was actually up in that match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Simona <laughs> should have won that. But you're right. After after that, man, Sloane just couldn't win a match at all. Like she was a first round loser for it seemed for the entire. I think, like she had like a streak of like a lot, like seven straight losses in the first round. Something crazy. I, f- I forget it was bad. Yeah. But yeah, no, no, for sure, man. Um, she, she had a lot, a lot of problems there. Uh, and, I, and she went through some injuries. Then she came back. But she's, yeah. They were saying it was because she got engaged to that soccer player. Yeah, it's like all red. All her matches. It's like, huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red, red, red. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you know that that was a good analogy when you brought up uh, Madison Keys. She's like one of the perennial disappointments, you know. <laughs> because I, I mean, I, I love her. I, 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 I like do her too. Demeanor. I like yeah. her demeanor and everything. But it's just yeah. like she just can't get it. She can't. She can't string matches t- together back to back to back. I, I, I keep thinking, what would have happened if she had won the U.S. Open? Yeah, what would have happened against Sloane. Yeah, and like it seemed like that was a peak, and then she's—I don't know if it's just a mental downfall from there, but she's just ever since. Yeah, for for I don't know when I watch Maddie play though, she doesn't—I don't think she has different gears. You know, mm-hmm. when I see her play, all she can do is just try to crush the ball, crush the ball, and she yeah. can't like just you know sort of rally or or sort of grind yeah. her way out of some points. Yeah, there was one, uh, it was funny, they, they had the stats uh, on one of the tournaments a few years back in the Grand Slam where she was crushing the ball on average faster, uh, harder yes. than any guy. Yes. That I, I was like, to your point, one gear, that's it. Oh, do we want to touch on the Olympics? If we think it's going to happen, who's going to, we didn't touch on that, right? I'll be honest, to, to me, the Olympics just seem kind of lost in the shuffle, you know, I, th- I think because of the pandemic and, you know, everything that happened this year, the Olympics happening in 2021 to me, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it's really, I don't know, that all that celebrated or anticipated. I don't know. It's, it's, what do yeah, you think? No, it's, it's, yeah, I, I know what you feel, especially like, oh, uh, in the middle of all COVID. Yeah. It's just, just weird. Uh, but maybe, maybe it's what people need, you know, they, they need, you know, because I, I definitely think that in, in the U.S. or in the States, for example, football came and everyone was, ah, we have football, we have normal, it's nor- there's normalcy, right? And everyone like yeah. kind of stopped. Be- Remember, there were riots like crazy before and all of a sudden football started and people come down. I, I think that's kind of like a, a common thing. People just need, mm. hey, this, this <laughs> is some normalcy, you know, it's having Olympics. It's off by a year. It's OK, you know. I, I hope that's the case. I mean, I think that's a good perspective is that, you know, maybe that's what the world needs right now yeah. is something like the Olympics that actually brings people together. Yeah, I, I, I hope so. You know, yeah. I, at first I, I was thinking like uh, uh, that it wasn't going to happen. Right. I, I think we, we talked that, 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 you know, the COVID cases, like I looked at Japan spiking now. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's spiking everywhere right now. Right. Um, and, and I did, I did some numbers. So Japan has like 130 million people, something like 126 million people. The U.S. has like three times as much, right? Almost 400, around 400, something like that. All right. The U.S. has 200,000 cases daily, right? 
Daily, yeah. Guess how many Japan has? 100,000 total. 3,600 daily. Daily, like, really? That's it? They, they, right? For, so the yeah. proportion's way off. I mean, for on the good side, right? Right, right. right? So if people were willing to, to say, come to the US Open in New York, which was such a bad time, and they played, Japan's going to be nothing. Japan's like, oh, you, you have like 3,600 cases. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't know if this is them hiding numbers. I know nothing about that. You know, maybe they're doing this on purpose, you know, because they don't want to scare people from, you know, tourism during the Olympics, you know, never know, right? Yeah. Um, but you know what? I, I, I talked to my ex who is Japanese and lives in Tokyo. And we've talked throughout the pandemic and she's said the same that even prior to the pandemic, the Japanese people, I mean, it's a generalization, but in general, they've worn masks before the pandemic. They always wash their hands. They're very, you know, the, the notion of cleanliness and whatnot. So in that regard, I think spread in that country is a lot less because they just have better habits. Oh yeah. And even when they, I've seen tourists who just wear masks as they go Around just because they're like, hey, you know what? And I always wonder, I'm like, well, I wonder if they're sick or something. And they're like, no, yeah, they're just being, you know, just or maybe they are sick. Maybe they have a cold. They don't want to spread a common cold. You know, like they're, they're very, very thoughtful of, uh, in that. So I definitely think that's that's. Uh, Do you thing. think they're gonna allow fans though? For because imagine people coming from all over the world. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. No, I don't think so. I don't think you'll be able to have fans. Um, <laughs> Not even locals, like just, uh, just locals. Yes, locals should be like <laughs> locals. Yes, but I, I don't think otherwise. How do you bubble all that? Yeah, you, you know mean, the last thing you want is like athletes bubbled is going to be a big challenge. That's going to be yeah, and, and and you know especially because say you have like a football team, you're used to, you know, a basketball team or whatever team you're used to bubble. You know, working with your group, these athletes from across the world, they're like. Well, this it's all sports, right? Oh my god! Well, I never talked to that skiing guy. I play soccer, right? Yeah. And I'm going to have to bubble together with them because in my country, maybe not. Uh, how many bubbles are you going? How many bubbles can you possibly create? Right. One for how many countries are in the Olympics participating? Tons. Yeah. And for tons of sports, you you can't. Yeah, I don't know how they would do it. I don't know. And then, I mean, in terms of the the importance of let's just say tennis in the Olympics as an event and getting a medal. It's kind of interesting because you have, you'll have not many, but you'll have a certain number of players that will say, you know what? I'm not interested because I don't get ranking points or, or money. I think. um, That's like Isner. What was that? I think it's like an Isner type of comment. So here's the thing. Tennis has that grandeur like this great thing about having a gold medal. I won a gold medal in tennis. That is something. It's not like golf or like golfers. I'm like, I don't care. No, I was I, just going to ask you about, I was actually just going to ask you about golf then. I mean, yeah, that- golfers don't, you, no, no one cares. Like on the, when they played it last, uh, last Olympics, the golfers didn't care. They're like, no, that's right around the masters. I'm not going. <laughs> you're, you're like, they're, they're not, no, they but tennis, tennis has been there for a long time, and it's sought after. I think so. I think I think the gold medal in tennis is sought after. You know, I don't think a lot of, you know, like if you're in a gold medal basketball team, I don't think that's as much. You know, the the the, 
the the tennis you it's such an individual thing it's such you know it, it, i think it's very important for tennis i think did you ever have any issues with the fact that it's uh that they allow professionals to play for the the medals because remember growing up professionals didn't compete in the olympics so you didn't have like nba players playing in the olympics then you have professional you know you don't have professional athletes per se but uh, don't you? I mean, I think the reason is because most of the sports just don't have professional. There's no professional, or maybe there's professional kayaking, but who who knows what that is? <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and apologies to any kayak fans. You know, <laughs> but yeah, like, and that that's what it is. Like, like, what is what you know? Whereas a lot of these sports, like, like I remember, like I, I could have sworn that like. Ginobili from Argentina was probably in like the Argentinian basketball team and he's retired now yeah you know so th this was years ago right and speaking of the Olympics you know which event I'm really looking forward to break dancing they're introducing break dancing as an Olympic sport I think yeah I heard I I, I, I I'm with you I freaking love break dancing I used to watch so you think you can dance just for like the hip-hop sections you know, and I'm like, oh my god, they're introducing breakdance, and I know a lot of people are like that's not as far. I'm like, I don't care. It's more, in, more. I'd rather watch that than people walking up the hill with skis on, and then shooting things, and then walking with this, like I, or, or there's the the ones where you run around and you have to jump puddles. I'm like, I'd rather watch breakdancing than half the sports you have in, in like you know. <laughs> How so, about curling? What? I mean, it's winter sports, but curling. Yeah, curling. Yeah, no, exactly right. Although I, I, I know some people like totally into them, but yeah, no, I, I break dancing should be fun. Yeah. Fun to see. Not as fun as tennis, <laughs> because tennis is the one I really like. Like, I, I really, really, really like the tennis one because it, it, it does seem to hold a lot for people. You know? It does. No, you're right. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of pride and a lot of sort of at stake. Like, like wow. there's a lot of people like James Harden, for example, basketball last year. He's like, I'm not playing the Olympics. What do I care? <laughs> They're like, I get a break to relax from the NBA season. I'm not going to go and play more basketball. I need to, re you know, and, and out traveling and all this. But I think tennis, because it's such an individual sport yeah. and it comes with sponsorship for the winners. Like Monica Puig, after winning, you know, oh. she's loaded now from advertisements, the, you know, the Wheaties box or whatever they put it in, you know. It, it's important for players whereas professional in other sports are making money like already you don't need it you know right as much no good point good point i think anyway uh but then again the, the olympics only allows the top tennis players anyway so it's not like oh djokovic needs money or advertising you know like you know <laughs> but it's it, but then it's a competition yeah so who knows yeah predictions for the gold medal uh i'll take joker uh, barring if he brings Pepe Le Pew, the, the guru, he's out. He's out for the entire, he's, yeah, I, I throw everything out because that means he's off. But otherwise, I'll take Joker mainly because Japan, he loves playing in Japan. Japan actually has a lot of fan base for Joker. Yeah. Uh, remember, he used to be Uniqlo's, uh, you know. I know Federer is now Uniqlo, but still, Joker has that fan base. You know, the, the Nito ATP finals, he won it a lot. He did well playing indoors towards the end of the year in Asia. So I, I think he has a good base there, advantage there. And who am I going to go against Osaka in, yeah. in Japan? You know, I don't know. Who do, who do you got? Hmm. 
maybe just randomly I'll pick like Stefanos Tsitsipas. All right, there we go. That's his breakthrough right here. He wins a yes. gold and is never heard from again. Again. No. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> him, him and uh, Maria. Oh, shoot. Sakari. <laughs> wow. Greece takes two, two. And then they win the mixed doubles. Yes. They sweep <laughs> it all. Greek, I'm, I'm, I'm going Greek. A Greek sweep. Vlad <laughs> and I got, yeah, I got. A little more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think yours are a little bit more. <laughs> I'll put money in mine, not yours. <laughs> but hey, I, again, a lot of these guys, when they play for the country, it's a lot. It means it means that extra much. You know, like <clears throat> like I said, going back to Leo Meyer playing for Argentina, yeah. that guy goes all out for that. You know, uh, not that others don't. I just he just sticks out as having the most craziest five set comeback wins I've ever seen. You know, and they take like five and a half hours and no one cares that because they're not in Grand Slam. So I'm like, they're taking forever in these Davis Cup matches, you know, and like, oof. All right. So now before we end the show, just we want to make a few corrections. First off is, uh, so apparently Sasha Bayan actually dumped Kiki, not the other way around. Granted, I think that's still a crazy. Yeah, I, I think, you know, with Sasha Bayan's sort of track record with uh, players, it seems like, you know, he, he's a bit of a cancer. And uh, <laughs> I, I think it was a mutual dumping. <laughs> uh, that could be that could be why. Second, uh, Simona Halep actually beat Serena Williams 6262, not 6162, like we had mentioned at the Wimbledon. No, it, it felt like a 6060 drubbing. <laughs> Big double I'm surprised Serena even got any games. It didn't seem. <laughs> uh, and last, so Joker, we actually had mentioned he had gone somewhere in the 60s and 3s in 2011. He actually went 70 and 6. But even better, we left out in 2015. He went 86 and 6, and when he won again three Grand Slams as well, six Masters mm-hmm. versus the, the five that he won in 2011, the ATP Finals. He had a way better year even there. So yeah, 2011 was off the charts. 2015 was beyond. It was, yeah, it was just, just you know off. Yeah, yeah he's incredible. crazy. I, I hope we can do it again. All right, with that, let's conclude the show. If you guys have any feedback, hopefully you enjoy the show. If you have any feedback, any questions, anything, reach out to us uh, on Twitter. I'm Hearns80. And I'm at Ladiator74. That's L-A-D-I-A-T-O-R-7-4. Hope to hear from you guys and uh, hope you listen again. Yeah, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.